welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I'm your host, Jen Braun, a mom to the spunkiest little girl, a dog lover, ice cream obsessed, and overall, I'm pretty awkward in social situations. (laughs) And we are here to break down the topics that we deal with as women with no topic off limits. This podcast is for you if you're struggling with dieting, tired of restricting, want to truly change your life and feel confident in yourself once and for all. I am so excited to have you. Let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited to chat with you today. I was taken aback by some things that my four-year-old daughter said this week and I wanted to share with you. Um, I'm a little bit raspy today. I'm getting over a cold, um, changing seasons and all the you know, loveliness of having a four-year-old that goes to a preschool with other four-year-olds. Um, you guys know, you know what it's like. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. So my little one has been coming home lately from school and very randomly, like it's not right after school, but very sporadically she'll like pick something up. The other day it was strawberries. And then the day after that it was oranges. And she was like, mommy, this is healthy. And I think that maybe 10 years ago, Maybe when I was in school, I would have been like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. She can identify that. But the more work that I've done with women, the more I've understood myself, the more that, you know, I understand, you know, diet culture, um, it concerns me. And the reason for that is if things are healthy, then things are, the, the, her brain and our brain is going to go to, well, what's unhealthy? Does that mean I can't eat certain things? What does it mean to have things that are unhealthy or healthy? And putting these labels is the start of diet culture. And she's four. She's four. And so now I'm like racking my brain. And I love the school she goes to. I absolutely love it. And I have not talked to them. So maybe it's not even coming from there. But I do know that they do something called a um, try it Friday where they have foods with them. And so I like they, they have foods in front of them and, you know, they can try it. And exposure is so, so important for um, getting, you know, kids to understand different foods, to the textures, the tastes, the colors, um, just getting them, you know, used to them and being able to, you know, experience them and try them. So I'm not sure the language that's being used around it, but I thought it was really important for us to talk about. I've worked with a lot of my clients um, to help them on how to talk about food and how to talk to their children about food um, without this good or bad, healthy or unhealthy um, component, more of the neutrality around food and actually what it does for us. Some foods are going to be more nutrient dense and filling that need for our body, but then other foods are more soul fulfilling and um, enjoyment fulfilling. And that's important for our bodies as well. Like if we were only going to eat these nutrient dense foods, then why don't we just sit with, you know, a bowl of broccoli in front of us all day, every day? Because there's a component of enjoyment, there's a component of variety, there's a component of, um, and I said enjoyment, but you know what I mean? Like there's a component that all foods need to be a part of our diet for various reasons. And diet, I mean, just our, our intake of food. So it was interesting because then she tried a, um, cookie that I had on the counter and, you know, we, we love our cookies here. Um, but she tried it and I had tried it first and I did not like it. 
I don't know what it was. It was, I don't know, there was too much baking soda. I don't know what it was, but it was not good. And so she was like, can I have some? And I was like, sure. I knew that she probably wouldn't like it. So she, she ate it. She had a bite and she was like, um, she was like, oh, this has too much sugar in it. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, it's not like, you know, I have these things readily available for her. I have plenty of variety in the house. It's not like she never has cookies and she can actually taste the amount of sugar that's in it. Um, but where is this verbiage coming from? And, you know, right now I don't think it's detrimental to her, but, you know, if this keeps being a reoccurring theme, I think it can really um, play a role on our psyche. I just did a poll on my Instagram and um, it was pretty much 50-50 for when we developed a relationship with food that was good or bad. Um, Meaning like we saw food as good or bad versus neutral. And about 50% said before age 10 and the other 50% said between 10 and 20. So before we're 20 years old, almost all of us have this bad relationship with food, meaning it's not neutral. So when we become 25, 30, 35, and our bodies actually start changing because of hormones, because, you know, we have children, because of lifestyle changes, and we're like, you know, why can't I figure all this out? Well, compound that with before age 20, having this relationship with food that we had to manage and navigate and then, you know, add on the, the relationship with our body that is now changing. It's freaking hard. It's hard to know what's right, what's wrong. How do I just trust my body? How do I just enjoy this food? How do I let go of control? Well, when, we, when we've been told since we were four that things are good or bad, and that starts being the conversation, the narrative in our head, it's literally cementing into our brains what we should and shouldn't be doing and that we're a failure if we're not doing that. So I tried to talk to her. Obviously, she's four. <laughs> she doesn't understand. I was like, why, um, why is that healthy? Like, what makes it healthy? Like, what other foods are healthy? Um, and she didn't really know. So we started changing the conversation. Um, and if you have kids, I highly recommend following um, on Instagram, kids eat in color. And every, it's kids, period, eat, period, in period, color. Um, she doesn't, she's a dietitian. She does an amazing job of breaking down instead of saying food is healthy or unhealthy, like what it does. So I told my daughter as she's eating oranges, I was like, Harper, do you know that orange foods help you to see in the dark? So like what the food actually does for us. So just like a cookie is enjoyment, you know, for our soul, enjoyment for um, community, just for the enjoyment of it is just like an orange helps us to see Orange foods help us to see in the dark. Like they have different purposes, but it doesn't make one better than the other. Because when we neutralize it, it allows us to actually listen to our body, listen to our needs, and our body can tell us what it needs. Our bodies are smart. It wants to keep us alive. So it will do what it needs to. But when we have all these other messages dampening what we can have and what we should have and how to do it, and then layer on stress and exhaustion... It leads to this cycle of restriction, binging, um, guilt, and then repeat the cycle all over again. 
So if you're not four years old listening to this, which I assume you're not, um, you could be in a place where you're struggling with like, okay, yeah, that all makes sense, but where do I go from here? And it's hard. In my uh, allowance program, this is literally what we talk about. I help you to you know, break that stuff down um, and take off those things layer by layer because trying to just say, okay, I'm not going like, to care about the labels around food anymore. I'm just going to trust my body. Easier said than done, a thousand percent. But when we take it step by step and we start unfolding you know, where did those rules come from? What do they actually mean? Are they true? Um, how can I incorporate things back in and really listen to my body? And we take it step by step and set goals that are going to work for you and your body so that you can start giving yourself permission to enjoy those things without guilt and also not feeling out of control. It's hard. I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, sugarcoat it. It's hard, but it is possible. And once you are going through that process and you dedicate yourself to that process, you don't have to diet ever again. Doesn't that feel good to say, I'm not going to diet ever again. I don't need to diet ever again. We are raised in this culture of skinny, 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 very skinny. I was just looking at, um, someone posted, you know, why it was so hard to love our bodies and to feel comfortable around food. And it's, you know, the media surrounding us and even the, the magazines in the grocery store line, you know, that show the before and after um, weight loss of celebrities and, and, you know, people and these skinny, 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 um, whatever models. Um, and just, you know, people that are the ideal at this point and what we see, and then us not feeling like, you know, we're ever going to be worthy. So we're set up, we're, we're exposed to that on, on social media in magazines, uh, TV, and then family members perpetuate that, you know, expectation because that's what they see. Um, and it just, you know, flows over and over and over and creates this unhealthy cycle. And the reality is we need to recognize that we're surrounded by it and then make adjustments necessary. I actually, um, I, my guilty, whatever, pleasure is to um, watch reality TV and there's a show called Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know if you see it. And I was just watching it the other day. And um, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just love like, you know, seeing the relationships and the, you know, the, the bonds form or whatever. And then I was like, wait, these girls are in bathing suits the entire time. There is four hours worth of show per week. And it's at least, I don't know, six weeks, at least six weeks. So if I watched all of them, it's, that's, 24 hours minimum of watching the show and being exposed to girls in bathing suits the entire time. So what do you think, even if I'm not consciously looking and like saying like, oh, I wish I was as skinny as her or I wish I had a body like her, like we're literally being exposed to that. So how do you think we, th we think about ourselves next time we look in the mirror? Next time we want to go eat our favorite meal that might, might, make us feel a little bit bloated after. Next time we have natural bloating at the end of the day or during our period, look at what you're exposing yourself to because we've already been set up since age four. <laughs> we've already been set up with an unhealthy relationship with food in our bodies. So we need to slowly peel that back. Be conscious of what you're watching. Be conscious of what you're reading. Be conscious of the things that you follow on social media. 
how much time you're spending on each of those. Recenter yourself. Get to know what you're thinking about yourself. What's that narrative that's perpetuating over and over and over in your head? Am I not good enough? Would things be better if? If I was skinnier, if I just lost a little bit of weight, if I just ate a little bit less, why can't I? If I just had more willpower, that's not what it is. You being skinnier is not going to be the solution. You fueling your body, you listening to your body, you trusting yourself and not having this constant back and forth of restrict and binge. Those are things that are going to lead to your happiness. Decluttering your brain from so much thought and conversation about guilt around food and and guilt around your body. How did I get to this point? How did I let myself go? Where are those thoughts coming from? Who's telling them to you? And how do we make this change? Give yourself some grace in knowing that you have been surrounded by things that have created this mindset. But also give yourself the power to change that. Give yourself the power to say, no, I'm not going to live unhappy anymore. I'm going to feel confident in my body. And I'm not going to keep dieting in order to achieve that. I deserve better. I deserve more. I can do this. Because you can. You can change that narrative. You can change the conversation in your head. You can change the way that you feel about food. You can change the way you feel about your body. You don't have to keep waiting to live your life until I am smaller, until I fit into different clothes, until I weigh less, until I get my eating under control. That doesn't have to be the narrative anymore. And I want to encourage you, if you're struggling, please feel free to reach out. DM me, jenbron.rd at gmail, uh, gmail, (laughs) uh, um, on Instagram. And let me know what questions that you have. I would love to support you. I love you guys. You have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I am so grateful to have you in this community. Follow me on Instagram at jenbron.rd for more information on creating your most confident life. I also have a link in my show notes to my free Facebook community. Inside there, there's free training, community support, all for free. You don't want to miss out on that. And if you're ready to ditch dieting for good, not feel ashamed of your body and create the life you desire, message me on Instagram and apply for my allow program. Let's transform your life. See you next time.